Hey, Jackie asses. This is your original Jackie, Jackie Mello here. Just wanting to say congratulations on your one year of You Don't Know Jackie. And Corey, I hope, I really, really hope you're not fucking it up. Were you um, watching Dead to Me just because you were interested because we had been talking about it, Jackie Rachel, or? Yeah, I was eating breakfast and I was like, hmm, you know what? I could put on a little Netflix. And I decided to start it. But you, it's not, you don't think it's like uh, captured your interest or you just think it's going to be too much of an emotional role? Oh, no, it definitely caught my interest. But I would say like around six minutes and I was like crying like full on like to my breakfast, like crying. And then I was like, I don't even have an appetite anymore. You, you don't have a, oh, appetite. Oh, I didn't even want to eat because I was crying so hard. <laughs> But I guess um since because because I was I was wondering I was like oh she gets to check it out to see how it is, but I know uh, originally when we brought up uh, Dead to Me because the lead actress in that's Christina Applegate, right? But to see if you recognize her from anywhere. So and she's a blonde. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean I recognize her. I guess I don't know what from like Hollywood. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a show on Netflix too? <laughs> but um, I liked it so far. I mean, like, is it a dark comedy? Yeah. Okay, so so far there's just been darkness, not a lot of comedy. But it just made me sad because I, I feel bad for these grieving people. Yeah, grief. Wait a minute, I know that voice. Jackie Mello's back. I guess it must be a new year. We'll see what happens on episode 53 of You Don't Know Jackie. If you have not seen the first two seasons of Netflix hit show Dead to Me, there will be spoilers. There will be many. You have been warned. You guys have time to do another episode, or are you guys done? About or? what? About what? Uh, want to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I mean, we have Joanne on the line. I mean, uh... Dead to Me? You don't know. He don't know. She don't know. They don't know. Jackie. Ow! Yeah. Jackie Rachel's got competition. <laughs> mm. Woo! I thought you were her competition, Corey. Well, that's just a fact. I was just trying to be <laughs> we're, not, we're not in the same league. That's not a competition. Uh-uh. <laughs> true, 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 true. I like his operatic. <coughs> You don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Workshoot Wrestling Podcast. Oh, offended. (laughs) We're all dead to me. (laughs) What a different role um, Christina Applegate plays on... Uh, dead to me. I mean, I know, like, now she has the family of her own in the show, but, like, she is the opposite of, like, a dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. funny, too, is that I was n- noticed, too, like, especially of, like, if her character on Married with Children was kind of, like, a sex symbol. Um, in this, not that, like, obviously she's attractive, whatever, but, like, when she's home herself, the thing I appreciate, I mean, I guess partially it's because she's grieving, but she goes around and, like, just, like, plaid flannels and a big t-shirt and stuff i'm like thank yeah that's how people that's how i dress like (laughs) you know 
Like, that's how people dress when they're around their house, not like in a nighty, like, you know? Oh my God. Some of uh, Peg's outfits, like her <laughs> boobs all pushed up. I'm like, oh, you go to sleep like that? <laughs> like, and her hair all did and her nails. Yeah, she always, she has the hair when she goes to sleep. But so that's what you appreciate about something like Dead to Me because it's like at least like, you know, the, you watch Dead to Me, uh, Joanne, right? Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Corey, you haven't seen any bit of it? Not one second? Not one second, you guys. Don't even know what it's about? I feel like it's, that's a more realistic representation of, uh, like, a modern-day family, at least. Yeah, it's so <laughs> smartly written. Yeah. They have, like, they, they have their, the money struggles, the grieving, the raising kids. The um, not getting along with the, uh, overbearing mother-in-law. Yeah. Well, that's a trope, too. That, that one you see a lot in a lot of television shows, too, right? In-laws versus not. I mean, that was yeah. married with children, too. The mother-in-law came and stayed with them. It was one of those characters you didn't see, I believe. And, uh, you know, I mean, even for even for the Kelly's wedding, Al, like, hid the invitations to Peg's side of the family. I feel like that's always a thing, too, where it's like you have that in-law drama. But yeah. I know I'm going keep going back to Married with Children. I was trying to uh, bring up Dead to Me. Uh, I think there's some stuff in that show that might not be too realistic, like, you know, but it's television. It goes for the drama and the television mm-hmm. as far as not as far as the family goes, but you know, as far as, like, crimes go, let's say. Yeah, but and I kind of think that is kind of a little bit realistic, because there, um, it takes a split second to, like, lose control and do something you can't step away from. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what do you do? So is oh, it the realistic part where she didn't call the cops right away, and they decided to hide it and get rid of the mm-hmm. body? Or, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, like, what would I do in a situation That's like always that? A- there you go. That, yeah, that's always a question because you see these things on TV, but I feel like in real life, it, there's just so many things. Like you watch these things and you go, you're not going to get away with it. Like if that was me, you're making it worse by, you know, trying to hide. Like there was something else I was watching and I was like, oh, like, oh, uh, I'm watching that run show on um, HBO. And it's like for the drama of the show, you want people to maybe not do what people would well, really they, do, even though you can understand why they're making the maneuvers they're making. But I don't know. It always seems like you're just never going to get away with anything in real life. Well, maybe we're not going to get away with anything <laughs> in real life. But if you look at the statistics as far as murder rates and how little uh, they're solved, if you ever watched the first 48, there's like, it's, it's, and I don't remember the number, but it's more than it's 50%. Mostly, more yeah. than 50% aren't solved. So it's um, like, do you, do you throw the dice? usually someone you know. It's the husband. If I disappear, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably the best thing I'm If I disappear? Yeah. yeah, but you'd be going to jail. It's you. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah, Al Bundy said it would be the best day of his life. There he is. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought it was interesting. What is the forest, Angeles? The the, they, the, wood, the forest. Yeah. Thinking like, is that true? Like, I wonder if that's true. You know, that's where yeah. everyone goes to bury the bodies. Well, that's like the Meadowlands in New Jersey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh boy. They say there's like tons of bodies in there. But I guess, there's also a big question with that show, I guess, is the capacity to um, forgive somebody. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, what, yeah. you know, what's your capacity for forgiveness? Even if, even a question of like, yeah, if someone killed somebody that you love, if someone slept with somebody that, you know what I mean? Like, you have that, you know, I'm not saying that happened in the show. I'm just saying, for example, like, the things that will people, for, will a friendship outweigh um, a misdeed. Did you, uh, like, did you forgive a, f- a friend if they cheated with your a significant other? It's done. I, I gotta have to think it's done because how how do you ever get past that? A lot and of even if you forgive the significant well, even if you, other, yeah, but even if you do get past that, okay. And I actually have been in a kind of a similar situation, um, but it's always in the back of my head. Not always, but. It will, you know what I mean? It will mm-hmm. pop so, up. So you're saying, that could you not continue with the relationship? Could you not continue going forward with the relationship? Well, you do, but there's always this. Past there's, you, you, you do, but there's always a little bit of mistrust. Like, you can never 100% trust that person. And same, so same with a friend. I kind of think it might be even a little bit worse because the situation I'm talking about is actually a family member. Um, Mm. So, and while we, you know what I mean? We have to, whatever, you know, we live, but it's, it's, it broke. There's a link that's broken Mm -hmm. in that circle of trust. To bring this around, to (laughs) bring this all around back to like our reality TV. I just heard Uh the teen mom that Mackenzie McKee, the husband Josh, was a Oh, that's what my niece was just showing me. Her mother was dying of cancer with her cousin. That's what she wrote now. That's the new story. Uh-huh. So talk about a family member, this and that. Corey, I know you love talking about teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> but Rachel, what do you think? I personally, like, I could see myself, if it was like a friend and a partner, I could see myself forgiving the friend before I'm going to forgive the partner. In fact, I think I would have to end it i um i don't like see the relationship going past the breaking of trust i've tried that in the past like oh it'll get better with time i'll get over it i won't feel like as badly about it but in the end it's like like yeah, you don't trust you don't have much so do you feel that you're gonna um so now you're gonna date somebody else are you gonna trust that friend with your now new significant other, or is there in the back of your mind think like, I can't leave them alone or, you know, she did it once, she's going to do it again. Yeah. I would definitely be careful about it. And like tell the partner, like, listen, like this has happened to me in the past. So you have to understand if I have some, um, you know, like paranoia about it happening again. You would have to trust that maybe the new, even if the friend came on to the new relationship, that the new relationship was strong or that you know yeah. what i mean or you'd want maybe you'd want to know maybe you'd sick that friend put them alone see what she does <laughs> test the guy test the other person right <laughs> that's yeah. like live bait you got like that's a that's a way to test out let's see the capacity to cheat yeah what do you think Corey? i'm sure it speaks to the friendship though like if you if you're willing to do that to like your really close friends like it's um questionable yeah like what they weren't thinking about you i mean obviously they weren't but in the back of their mind they must have been knowing that this if the if you found out that this is going to destroy um your friendship right 
I mean, I could see forgiving, but forgetting, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. What, what about, so like cheating, what about in the case of murder? <laughs> Is that unforgivable? <laughs> sounds so bad. <laughs> well, I know, but no, there's obviously, because um, I'm thinking like, there's obviously uh, maybe, too, depending on the situation, I mean, because my dad always said that it takes just one split second for, for you to do something that you can't take back. Like, you know, my uncle was in prison and I went to visit him one time and there was this 19 year old kid that would have a life sentence and he was in the bar and some guy, um, punched him. They got into a fight and this guy clocked him one time. Mm -hmm. The guy's dead. And now he's got to spend the rest of his life in prison. No, so would I forgive, like, was that, if that was my brother, like, I'm going to hate him, but would I forgive him and see, and think like it was like a fight, like they didn't have knives or guns. It was like two guys getting into a fight. Right. Right. It's different. It's different. The type. Exactly. I feel, and I feel like there's a lot of cases where, um, I mean, God forbid, even like, you know, that children die and people blame someone for this or that, you know what I mean? When it's really, maybe it's not someone's fault from the outsider perspective but when you're inside of it you know you really blame it on one person or another so like things are an accident for a reason if it's uh, you know a fight yeah you get take the punch the wrong way it's crazy because i i almost feel bad for the person that has to live with the fact that they accidentally killed somebody too i really feel sympathy for that too well, isn't that why it's called manslaughter instead of, like, murder or homicide? Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say, like, which is, or there's first degree, second degree, this, that, you know, there's all these different, like, legal terms that you have. Because, um, like, a hit and run at, at one o'clock in the morning when somebody's wearing dark clothes on the side of the road, like, and then you have somebody screaming in your ear, like, keep driving, like, what are you doing? Oh. I mean, those circumstances in the show definitely, like, you could understand what was yeah. going on. And also, this is the thing, um, did she, like, lose all her friends, or, like, because it's, like, she's only got this neighbor, Karen, and (laughs) so it's, like, she really would, did want to, like, latch onto someone that she could talk to, because you do feel like... Well, she's, she has her, um, the guy she works with, um... Right, and she does have, yeah. Yeah, she has him, but it seems that she was the type to maybe push people away while she was grieving, she was having, like, uh... You know, right. I forget in oh, one, one episode if sure. she's back and they're like, oh, it's good to see you back. Like, she kind of yeah. like gets back in the swing of things with her uh, um, real estate. Um, mm-hmm. And they're more, like, I guess, the second season. You, well, you I think what she so is, she's kind of like me. I think she is very um, bitter and um, because <laughs> of working. No, because like when you're just working hard all the time and like I don't have a significant other. So like she's probably a little bit worse than I am. Um, but if you know, she's uh, grinding and working her ass all the time. And then she's got this husband who is like, you know, still trying to follow his dreams. That just kind of makes you like, Oh, God, I'm like working hard all the time. Like, help me out a little bit, you know. So yeah, I think there's yeah. like a lot of resentment. Um, you know, because she's got to pull the whole load. And they reveal like, as time goes on, that at first, she's like, oh, you know, he's, he loved running. He was just going out, like, for a run. Oh, he, he played guitar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like that. He wasn't actually, you know, going out for a run. He was wearing mm-hmm. bands. Yeah. So it's, like, well, all that, these little yeah. things. There was the and fight. Goes, and, and then cheating on her, too. Yeah, the infidelity. So, like, at first, you just see her as this, like, 
grieving like this widow who's so yeah. lost without There's her husband the story yeah I do feel like that. There's always, and also like after something happens, like a, a death or anything like that, it's always like where you like, um, yes, you only remember the good. Right. It's the same thing even with um, people that when you look back at like past relationships or yeah. something and like, you, you know, if you're not having a good time in your relationship, it's like you can't go because don't you realize it is always the same thing happening maybe in every relationship. You can't like look back oh, this was so much better and, you know, forget, like, about the negative things. Or even the grass is always greener type of thing, looking at somebody else's life and thinking that and it's... And also bad. denial, just <laughs> being in denial about the bad. Mm-hmm. Right, and yeah. she needed somebody who was persistent to become her friend because, as it's obvious with Karen, she, like, likes to push people away. But... Yeah, but it, wouldn't you push Karen away? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, yes, but it's, like, a little unfair. Like, Karen, like, the, this poor woman, like, her husband's actually gay and cheating on her with a man, like, the whole Karen's time. Karen's on this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I think also there's something about, it's almost, like, uh, therapeutic or, like, you're talking to a therapist because there's a lot of um, weight that goes into talking to someone you already know and that you already have a history with. And this was, like, a fresh, clean slate to start talking to her and become friends with her mm-hmm. just right off the bat. Like, we don't... we Our only history is my husband is dead. That's where our history starts. And I can't... Yeah. It's not like, oh, you knew me before and now you want me to be this person that I was and this is who I am right now. So I think there's a, there's a lot to be said for that. Like maybe at a certain time in your life where you need like a fresh eyes and a fresh friend and new, you know what I mean? Yeah. And somebody who like really gets what you're going through. I mean, we find out obviously that well, she yeah. didn't also like, you know. <laughs> I know we're giving like so many spoilers for this uh, show. But I guess well, in I mean, the beginning. It comes out pretty quickly that because she's like, oh, I'm yeah. coming over. And then, you know, that they... <laughs> But, like, then, in a way, she does relate. So, there's, there's that in the end. But Corey, do you understand anything we're talking about? I'm just here to press record. <laughs> you have, <laughs> you oh, have, you have much dead to me? You've just been married with children. What will, it's interesting. What will the network say? What will this? But, Corey, what about, what about friendship? What about trust? What about forgiveness, Corey? <laughs> Nothing to say about forgiveness? The Worship Wrestling Podcast is on Tuesdays and Thursdays during the pandemic. <laughs> no, are you for, are you a forgiving person? As we've said in the past, uh, I don't forgive, but I don't forget. You don't forgive and you don't forget. You mean you do forgive? What'd you say? I you heard it right. I don't you said don't I don't forgive and I don't forget. Okay, great. Good to good to know. But you can you can subscribe to the Workshop Wrestling Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere else you listen. Rate, subscribe, suggest to all your friends. No, um, it's interesting. You guys brought up what you would and wouldn't forget, would and wouldn't forgive. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, one of the things we'll talk about, you know, in a future episode. Uh, one of the shows that um, I've been been watching as of late is uh, HBO's show uh, Insecure. Been been watching? Oh, you have been watching it. I've, I've binge watched the uh, first three Great. seasons. So, uh, 
hopefully by the by this Sunday, which of course time wise, who knows when this will actually air, um, I'll be caught up. Well, I'm but, thinking uh, maybe with the insecure finale, we can talk like when the season ends. You know, be no, good... that's new to me. I haven't heard of this one. Oh, it's, oh, it's, on, it's on HBO. HBO. But, but one of the uh, one of the things that was uh, the, the big inciting incidents, season one goes along, is um, your main protagonist, Issa, cheats on her boyfriend, Lawrence. And Lawrence can't, can't forgive the idea of the cheating. And one of the, so it's, it's interesting that all the other things that happen, plus and minus in their relationship. But so all they, you can relate it to is another TV show? You can't relate anything to your life about any kind of thing that you think is a forgivable thing versus not a forgivable thing. All right, you know what? Right, I'm going to go back to uh, my editing bay and uh, go back to the future guests. Cheating, is, cheating is unforgivable. And uh, I've been down that road many times and I have forgiven. I'm trying to forgive? Oh, I forgave many times. But you said it's unforgivable. Now it is. Uh, well, it is. well because, it's yeah, I want to say because after being dealing with that two bouts, one time in my 40s, uh, one time in my 30s, one time in my 40s, on and off again, relationships probably the same for about seven years. Um, and uh, both of them serial cheaters. And it really didn't even make sense to me because I never said no. I think with the one in my 30s, I never said no, ever, ever, ever. So I just didn't understand there was no reason to cheat. Um, and then in my 40s, same thing. Never, ever said no to sex. So to me, it was like, there's no reason to. And I just continually forgave and forgave. And when you keep forgiving, they're just like, oh, she's going to forgive me again. Were and they Double Jacks or Cheerios? Captain Crunch? What type of cereal were they? <laughs> oh, German, German and Cuban Dominican. Sexy. Oh, cereal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that goes into like why people cheat. People might just, yeah, do it. Or if people, or I mean, even the idea of if people are not able to be monogamous and all that all that kind of stuff um i mean some people's boundaries are like if you cheat once that's it like you don't get a second chance you're done um and and i'm telling you young ladies that should be the rule you guys live (laughs) by because trust me but do you think it matters how long you've been in a relationship for like let's say like it's a 20-year relationship and everything was perfect and then there was like one slip up maybe the person was drunk do you think that's different I would not want to know about it then. Don't tell so me. You would say so up front, like say you're 20 years into a relationship and you would go, listen, something happens one night, but then is that giving someone? No, no I'm not going to say that because that's going to, that's going to give them the, um, the opportunity to do it. Do it. It's just like, they should know. And I don't know, like at this point, maybe at this point, I don't probably don't think I'm going to be, uh, in a marriage or a committed relationship. So like, I guess anything goes, but, don't tell me because it's just gonna hurt me and make me feel bad about myself and not understand why like going back to the tell me or don't tell me if you were responsible for someone's death or (laughs) would you should you tell their family that it was you well, unless I'm um, honest, um, if you go wait, back to the dead, you have to be honest. Now? Yes. I think you have to be honest about that. Unless I'm like hiding them in, in the Meadowlands someplace <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to get caught and this is going to be a secret. Then there's no reason to tell. But 
I mean, basically, if I have um, killed somebody, I'm probably going to be calling the cops, and they're going to know anyway. Yeah. Best episode of the podcast ever. Yeah, I think, like, trying to hide it would just, um, like, eat me alive, probably. Um, Right. Well, I think, and that's why both people in that dead to me scenario needed a friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not only about like, I guess it would obviously depend on what happened in the situation, but like, it might not always be the, like the moral thing eating you alive as much as like, you're constantly afraid you're going to get caught, like slip up, telling people certain details, like having to revolve your life around hiding this big thing like i feel like would be extremely stressful and stress can like have physical like it can show physically on a person like it could start like really like physically hurting you i think to hide something so big let's just get the straight fact i just have to say this if that situation ever happened to me i'd have to be admitting everything but then i'd have to kill myself because there's no way i'm doing time in prison (laughs) just no Yeah, I know. It's well, like, some stuff, uh, that's where you go. Like, it's almost like you make it worse by hiding. If you call the police straight out, maybe you wouldn't. <sighs> maybe, I don't know. It depends on the scenario if you'd end up in, um, you know, prison. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if it was, you know, strict accidental, but if it was in, like, a fit of anger, you're doing some time. Yeah, you know, like she accidentally, you know, or or you know, push somebody or punch somebody, and what they fell, they hit their head, and then they're dead. Like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna have to admit to all that, and I'm doing some kind of time, and that's okay. not happening. Go back to the uh, our original episodes of the podcast and blame Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, Corey wants to take the blame because he wants to try to elude the police. He wants to try to figure that out. Ah. Uh so if any uh, jackasses want to tell us if they were watching Dead to Me or if they have any input on what's forgivable, <laughs> um, you can email <laughs> podcast at you don't know Jackie podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram. You don't know Jackie or you don't want to know Corey. You guys already got your work shoot plug in there in the middle of the episode. <laughs> but if you want to hear more from Corey, check out the Workshoot Wrestling Podcast every Thursday. Uh, thanks to James for our music. Go to noburdenmusics.com. And thanks again to Jackie Joe for joining us. And thanks, Brandon, as always. And Corey and Jackie Rachel, thanks for joining me. Thanks for hitting record, Corey. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the FB. Bye. Bye. Bye, B. Bye, Corey. Bye, Jackie. Bye. Bye, Brandon. Bye guys. Oh, that's what she said. B. I was like, wait. Oh, that, that's what B was. Okay, I thought she forgot Brandon. Was I thought she said baby. <laughs> like to <Yeah>. him. <laughs> Do you um? So, have you ever heard of "Don't Tell Mom Babysitter's Dad"? Like, I I want to say that that's a book. Oh, like Babysitters Club? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to read Babysitters Club. <laughs> I mean, I guess because there's a mystery element in there, but no, it's another, it's another Christina Applegate movie. Oh. <laughs> so, Rachel, have you ever seen the movie Bad Moms? Yes. Yes, I have. With Mila Kunis. Yes. So, do you know the woman who was the, basically the villain, the head of the, like, the, the PTA? The blonde? Was that Christina Applegate? Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah. She like she's definitely got that evil look about her. 
Okay, so you've seen something with Christina Applegate, right? We, we've, we've reached yeah. the baseline. Okay, so we... <laughs> yes. Have you seen Anchorman? Yeah, I am a huge Will Ferrell fan. You know his love interest in Anchorman. Oh, yeah, Anchorman, that's true. Oh, yeah. That's Christina Applegate. Yeah. Samantha who? Who's good? I like her. There you go. Look at that. You see, you know Christina Applegate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the what's the actress who plays Judy? I know she's famous. Oh, uh, Linda Cardinelli. She was uh, in that Freaks and Geeks, right? Oh, we were yeah, saying, yeah. Have I you... love Freaks and Geeks. But what did you remember her from? Oh, um, the Scooby Doo live action movie where she plays Velma, and I just like hear like like uh, Scooby, like how she like that voice, like. Oh, yoinks or whatever, and I just—it's like throwing me off when I'm hearing her talk because it's like serious stuff. But like, I'm just like Velma. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what she says, right? Yoinks or <laughs> no, no, that's what Scooby says. No, no, that—that's what Shaggy says. What is she like? Like, we gotta solve the mystery or whatever. You know what's her catchphrase? Drakey, no. Um, Jackie Rachel, because there's, um, Matt LeBlanc is, plays Kelly Bundy's boyfriend in some Married with Children episodes, and she called him John Stamos <laughs> before she was talking to me, like, the episode, like, John Stamos is in, I was like, oh, I don't know if I saw, she's like, yeah, like, from Friends, he's from Friends, like, Joey from Friends. Well, they had a spit, they, they were supposed to, uh... I think that was the episode where it was supposed to be a spin-off to another, uh... She's like, who's John Stamos then? I was like, yeah, uh, Full House? Uncle Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. The other thing, once we, when we do our, um, we gotta do our quiz, too, I was wondering if she knew Paulie Shore. He was, I actually saw he was in a Married with Children episode, so I watched that episode. Yeah. Oh, God, when you said Paulie Shore, in my head was Paulie DJ. And I'm like, what? DJ Paulie D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, he wasn't married. She's not even old enough. <laughs> Was he the baby? Yeah.